0: What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm excited you joined me today because today today we have a very special guest. We have Curtis Lucy joining us today, and I am so excited to get into his backstory and share with you his expertise. With over 15 years of experience in the sales and marketing industry, Curtis has curved... a Carved a remarkable path by understanding the true essence of relationships. Starting as a cold caller, he quickly realized the value of building genuine connections and earning referrals. Curtis co authored the national best selling book, Appreciation Marketing How to Achieve Greatness Through Gratitude. I love it. We got to be grateful and we've got to figure that out. So we're going to cue the intro and we're going to jump right in. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Curtis, welcome
1: to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, brother. I love that intro, by the way. I love it every time Thank I hear it, it.
0: I appreciate that. We do too. We like it. It's fun. We, we enjoy the choreography element of things, and we like talking about different things pieces of choreography, because there's a lot of parts in business that have to be choreographed. And that's why we love to have experts and great people like you on the show so that we can fill in another piece of choreography to help these uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening to do something better. So we've got to dig in. We got to start with your backstory. Everybody knows here that that's where I love to begin because I love to hear your journey, the ups, the downs, the backs, the fourths. Don't hesitate telling us about the rough times because sometimes that helps us get through it. So let's start from the beginning. Give us a little bit of your, your history and your backstory of how you got to where you're at today. Absolutely. Well right out
1: of college I my cut my teeth in corporate America working for Cintas Corporation, the uniform people. So yes, yeah. I was knocking on every door, every store and every floor. Are you familiar with CentOS?
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah.
1: yeah. So so I was up in New Haven, Connecticut, just beating the streets and wow. you know it was it was good. I just I leveraged the playbook that they had in front of me. And one of the main reasons why I went to work for CentOS was actually because I read the book when I was in college, Rich Dad Poor Dad. And in that book, if you remember Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad told him to work for Xerox when he got out of the military, not for the money, for the training. Remember that? And so that's why I went to work for CentOS. And you know, it was a couple months in, I thought I was gonna quit. I really, I just didn't feel like I was cut out for it and then that's when i went out to lunch with a gentleman he was a number one sales guy and he was working half the amount of hours as all of us and making twice as much money
0: wow and
1: you know when that we all know somebody that you know drives in that nice car it just seems like they're always just relaxed they're going playing golf and they're going out in the middle of the day for lunches it's like when do these people ever work well <laughs> what i realized over the years is that those people and they're in every industry they got figure it figured out and it's the, the the part of relationships the people that they have uh, people all around them feeding them business and it's they made deposits in people's lives over the years and they've earned that and so when i was at centos you know i was just looking at people as dollar signs and decimal points because i was only as good as my last sale it was it was a hunting and type of business it wasn't more of a farming business in a nurturing business until I met Sean and we had lunch and then number one sales guy, he says, you know, Curtis, you're kind of looking at this. all wrong. He's like, you know, you see, we get leads by what we do yet. We earn referrals by who we are and how we show up in people's lives. And when he was sharing with me how he builds his business, it, we, there's drivers at CentOS, right? So when you sell an account, and I sold really sexy products like toilet paper and air fresheners and soaps, right? <laughs> business to business. And this is before COVID, but back before toilet paper was actually really sexy, right? So it was a long time ago. And he's like, you know, the people that are driving around the roads, he's like, when they see a sign that says under new, under new management or coming soon, that's a that's an awesome lead. He's like, because the first person in the door usually gets that business. And he goes, Do you know real? He goes, Curtis, tell me about the people in your territory. And I was like, Oh, we got Ray and I got uh I got Gary, a couple of people that drive in my territory. He's like, but well, no, tell me about them. I was like, Well, they service the accounts that they sell. What do you want me to say? He's like, Well, did you know that Gary's training for a sprint triathlon? He's got three kids, likes to go fishing on the weekends. And I said, <laughs> No. He goes, What you also don't know is that he sends me all of the referrals from your territory. <laughs>
0: and I was like, what?
1: <laughs> and so now I got I got excited because like I get 50% commission because it was my territory, but I also felt kind of entitled. I was like, here I am in my early 20s. I'm like, this is my territory. I should be getting that business, you know? <clears throat> right. And here he was getting referrals fed to him week in and week out, hitting his numbers, exceeding his numbers um, more than all of us. And he had a lot of eyes and ears around there working for him. So that's when things started shifting for me. I hopped on the truck. I started helping these guys out. Started getting to know them a little bit more for who they are, not just what they do for a living. And that just opened up doors for me. And I started realizing that one of the biggest competitive advantages in business: saying thank you and being appreciative. And so when you when you do these things and like put a note in the person's locker or buy them a five dollar foot long sub, well, that was back when maybe it was five dollars at Subway. It's probably fifteen now. I don't even know, but so I remember like doing those little things and then you, you create that top of mind awareness. You, you, you coach them and teach them almost like what you're looking for. So when something pops up instantly, they're thinking of you and they got to make that phone call, not because they're trying to get something in return from me is because of how I show up in their life and how appreciative I am. And so that just led to me a few months later, I was the number one sales rep in the entire country out of 1,250 reps. And I had the vice president fly in from corporate and do a ride along with me, asking me what I'm doing, thinking maybe that I might be doing things shady or illegal because my numbers were so high. It wasn't just that. It was, it was the number of accounts that was just way far and above everybody else. And I leveraged referrals. I leveraged you know, taking care of people and then asking at that point. See, I don't believe in just asking for the referral. Like I believe in that you, if you do the right thing and you show up the way that you should show up, you deserve the like, you earn the referral, not just like, I I deserve it, like I'm entitled to that. Yet there's also a time and a place to ask for the referrals, and that's when you take care of it, you go above and beyond, and you let them know that you know my business is built primarily on referrals. And it would mean the world to me if you thought of me or just gave me a crack at maybe putting a bid in or something. And we, we, I work with tens of thousands of real estate agents, work a lot of insurance agents and financial advisors, and it's very competitive in those industries, obviously. So you got to stand out and be different and you want to be you don't want to be Michael the realtor you want to be Michael my realtor you don't want to be Jack the plumber you want to be Jack my plumber so how do you elevate to that status where well, you're the only one they think about not just trying to pass off three to four names so at Centos, I learned really early one of the biggest competitive advantages and I feel like it's the biggest competitive advantage is saying thank you and that's what led me to write my book and I started a marketing career in consulting some businesses on what seems but should be common sense, as we know, it's not very <laughs>
0: practice. Common sense. Well, that's a funny thing. Uh, it yeah, seems right? as though, as business owners, we tend to to get into business, and we sometimes lose all of our common sense. Along the journey, uh, I don't know how it happens, but sometimes we do. And uh, and as we gain it back, we we tend to find more and more success. There's a lot of things to unpack there. I mean, what a journey, and and how cool to be able to kind of look back at it and and see that that time in the trenches, uh, you know, had so much value. And I think sometimes the people inside and doing things in the trenches right now and have this great vision and dream of what they could do are thinking to themselves, the, why am I here? Like what is going on? And there are so many things that can be pulled from that. Like you have, I, I really want to first dig into the first, one of the first things you uh, mentioned was making deposits into people's lives. Yeah. And you know, that really aligns with our, core values here at Business Choreography. And and I'd love you to talk a little bit more about that, about making deposits into people's lives and how you learned it from him and how you do it uh, so we can pass that on more.
1: Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that up and smart for that because, you know, see, when we first start our businesses, we have a lot of time. And maybe not much money <laughs> and we're doing everything. We can. So when we have a client, we go above and beyond. We, we answer that phone when maybe we shouldn't answer the phone late at night or on a weekend or something like that. Right. So you're doing everything you can to support them. And you bring your a game, the a game, the same a game you did to be able to win over your spouse, you know, in the beginning, staying up late that, that deep conversations and stuff. And then, you know, then somewhere along the way, like you get more customers, you get more clients, and then it becomes it almost, can feel more transactional than more relational. And I subscribe, I try to teach people like, as you're starting to grow, try to put some pieces in place to make sure you don't lose what you were doing in the beginning to make them feel so special. And because, you know, if you don't appreciate your customers, someone else will. Somebody, you'll leave a gap in there and somebody else will come along. Cause the number one reason why somebody's gonna leave you to go someplace else. Or not, or not refer you as perceived indifference. And perceived indifference is a fancy way of saying that they don't think that you actually care. Right. And of course you care. But if that is the perception, then guess what the reality is? And so what does it mean to make deposits in people's lives? Well, we live in an era for quite a while now where we follow people's lives on social media. We can see Instagram and Facebook and we can see when, you know, they just went to the Grand Canyon as a family or someone's they just a loved one just passed away or maybe they just had a grandbaby. You know, you see these different life events happen instead of just liking or commenting and putting a little message out there like dozens or hundreds even of other people, take it to the next level. Do something different that's outside the box that makes them say, wow, and make them never forget you. And one of the things that we talk about is putting together an appreciation marketing strategy, an AM strategy. And what I would recommend to anybody anybody who's listening to this right now is carve out 30 minutes a week. Just time block 30 minutes a week. I don't care if it's t- Tuesday morning at 10.30 or if it's Sunday morning. Um, you Just pick 30 minutes. And then over the course of the week leading up to that day, you are looking for opportunities to appreciate, acknowledge, or celebrate somebody. And so when you see that somebody just had a grandbaby, screenshot that picture. You know, Put it in your Apple. Put in your notes on your phone or email it to yourself and don't open it. So when you time block that 30 minutes you show up, what you're doing is you're, you're acknowledging or celebrating or appreciating people. And what I like to do is and I created a whole system around it called AM cards, AM for appreciation marketing. And so they can take that picture, upload it onto the internet or your phone, type a nice little message, click send, and then we print it stuff it, stamp it and mail it out. And when I tell people is like, I don't care if you go to Walmart, Walgreens, or you, obviously I would love for people to use my system. Obviously, however, I'm saying it's just the point of actually doing it and showing up in somebody's mailbox is different because these days everything is digital. We say be remembered, not deleted. When you show up in somebody's mailbox, you're remembered and you're remembered differently. And when you put something together with like a picture, it's more mm-hmm. emotional. So when you do something like that, somebody runs a marathon and they're just, raised a bunch of money for a cause that they care about near and dear to their heart. And they're crossing the finish line and you grab that picture and throw it on a card and you mail it out. I mean, whether you're trying to recruit somebody into your company or you're, you're maybe a, a real estate, real estate broker. And there's a, I've seen this story over and over again, where you make those types of deposits and people are like, wow, that person cares, you know? And I truly believe the best investment that we can make in life is in relationships because relationships
0: are the real currency. Absolutely and that that extra level of showing up yeah. is so lost these days. I mean I, I remember growing up and I'd go to my grandparents' house and they would have you know a hundred Christmas cards sitting mm. out on a specific table that they put all their cards out to show everybody that came to their house, all of the people that, that remembered them and appreciated them. And, and that, you know, that's at Christmas. But even now that, that is a lost thing. I mean, some people still do it, but not Mm -hmm. many, you know, it used to be that that was a, that was a thing. It was a form of appreciation. Hey, we wanted to let you know, we remembered you and here's a Christmas card, you know, to tell you what we're up to. Right, and and,
1: it, it, it sounds, and flip that it around too. Your like grandparents, so like, right. and your grandparents, so like, see, the whole thing is like, you get back what you send out. <clears throat> you know, like, they're they're how many cards do they send? You know, they're sending right. a lot, and they're making deposits, and people they are appreciating and sending that out, and therefore it's coming back many times over. Now, um, but one of the things that we talk about with appreciation marketing, it's it's not. You're doing something to try to get something in return because that's, right. that's doing something with an ulterior motive I'll give me right. an example. If it's like maybe somebody's birthday, you would never want to send out a card. And I see it all the time with people making this mistake and saying, Hey, Michael, happy birthday. Hope everything's going great with you and your business and your family. Um, happy birthday, you know, and then at the bottom PS, the greatest compliment in the world is a warm referral. Oh, by the way, it's never too busy for your referrals. You know, when you do those types of things, it's like you're trying to get something and disguising it as appreciation marketing. It's what we call chapter five of our book, chocolate frosted dog crap. From afar, <laughs> it looks like a piece of chocolate cake until it gets in front of you and you smell it. It's insincere. It's disingenuous. You throw it in the garbage. Right. It's what we call sending out propaganda.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I love that. I love that. You know, when we're doing that and we're... Uh, you know, we're working with those that are in our space and we're gaining leverage. Let's talk a little bit about that concept of leverage because, you know, the, the, that's kind of a segue from what you're saying. You, you know you're gaining leverage, but you've got to do it in the most authentic way possible so that it doesn't taint the cake, <laughs> as it were. And, uh, and how do you ensure that you're doing it that way? Like, what's the focal point so that People that are hearing this and they're, they're thinking, gosh, you know, I need to do that. But they are still indeed doing it for a reason. They're doing it for those referrals. But how do they make sure that they can stay in alignment and congruent and still be authentic and still really mean to help those people, even though they know that the initiation of that is really to gain those referrals on the back
1: end? I'm, I'm a big believer of being more direct, being direct. You know, like I just sent out some emails today and sent some cards out today that people that were very interested in utilize. So we work with a lot of car dealerships and we have a system specifically for dealerships called dealer cards. And we integrate and automate long-term follow-up birthdays, car anniversaries and stuff like that. And on the AM card side, any businesses, any business can do that. And you know, this is like, you know, car businesses, it's only times you hear from them is Hey, bring your car in for service. Or oh, I want to buy your car back. Oh, by the way, this is what your car is worth. Come, let's trade keys, get in a new car. It's always like trying to get, 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 get. Right. And so my business partner owns a couple of car dealerships. And I said, well, what we're doing with all these other businesses, why don't we bring this into automotive space? There are enough people out there that do get it. And so I'll give you an example. It's like, first and foremost, when somebody buys a car now, most of the dealerships that we work with, they'll get a couple of gourmet fudge brownies with a card in the mail appreciating them on behalf of the salesperson and the GM and everybody at the dealership. Enjoy a couple of, uh, gourmet fudge brownies on us. Now, if there was any kind of mishandling or anything that did not go possibly right between the time that they bought their car and they got those brownies those brownies help big time so oh, that was so (laughs) nice of them gives an opportunity to get in front of a heat case because in the car business you know the survey is very important like especially for the for the new cars right the manufacturers want to know and there's a certain there's a csi score that's attached to it and there's bonuses attached to all that kind of stuff but like um, they're not necessarily buying the good review, but it gives them an opportunity to fix something that may be wrong. And then following that, they'll get a birthday card. But instead of a birthday card saying, hey, here's $10 off your next oil change or something like that. Instead, they're like, bring your car in for a free car wash. Let's clean it up for you. Um, you know, saying happy birthday. Like that's something of gratitude and appreciation. And even if they don't redeem that and come in and get their free car wash, they feel like they got something. Right. Right. And so I think that when you meet somebody new and doing those types of things right off the bit now, when there is a time and a place to ask for the business and there's time and a place to be straightforward, I just don't like, I think when you mix the two, you know, that it just comes across differently. Like I mentioned with the whole chocolate cake and dog crap, uh, you know, metaphor. So. You know, there's and so, yeah, I mean, there's so many different opportunities to be able to do that. One of the things that we talk about with business, talking about like choreography, is that, you know, putting together an appreciation marketing system or a plan that, like, when you close business, you make sure that that person doesn't forget you. Like, not only do you say thank you for your business and maybe a little item of value or a little gift or something but plug in their birthdays and making sure that you reach out to them at the very least, give them a quick call. Nobody picks up the phone and calls people anymore. You know, right. so even just a quick call, you know, these even other opportunities to be able to use a service, maybe like slide dial where it goes directly right. to their voicemail, but at least they can hear your voice. You maybe get away from the social media, happy birthday or something like that. And by all means, you can still do that, but that personal one-to-one touch, it, it goes a long way. and you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to that. We talk about, you know, the appreciation, appreciation marketing mindset, but then doing it long-term and anniversary of doing business is always a nice one. Cause they probably don't even remember. Can you believe it? it's already been a year, you know, then since we um, started working together, just want to thank you and appreciate you now, as far as like, um, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff, you know, I, it's cards like for the holidays, I think It's so tacky when you get a Christmas card and you open it up and like business cards fall out of it or <laughs> coupons, you know, and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, that's nice, you know, it, it doesn't that's not the type of card you're just excited about to just put up on the wall. As it's just more of a, a marketing, marketing piece, if you will. So, I teach people, hey, Thanksgiving is a wonderful time because that's the time to be appreciation, gr- appreciative, and more gratitude and stuff, and then. New Year's, I like New Year's with a positive, inspirational type of uplifting message for the new year. Like that's another way to be able to separate yourself and be different. And then here's another one. Like what about you get referrals? A lot of times people only reward the commission check or they reward the signed contract um, with a thank you or uh, maybe a, a referral gift or something like that. And one of the things that we teach and talk a lot about is that reward the behavior of somebody sending you a referral. Because behavior rewarded is behavior repeated. You don't want that person who sent you a referral that doesn't end up working out to stop sending you referrals. So you want to reward that behavior of somebody sending, even if something small, $5 Starbucks gift card or just a thank you card that you just gush and say how much it means to you that they went out of their way to refer this person. Like, You know, want more referrals? Do a better job of rewarding the behavior of the referrals that you're earning right now.
0: Right, I love that. There's so much in this, and and you know the the thing that stands out to me is the physical element that you guys are bringing to the table for businesses yeah. out there. With everybody moving online and everybody moving into the space of oh, I have to have my systems and processes online. Uh, it's really great to know that there are people that are doing this, like you, who are making a physical effort to do that, because I think you're right. I think the the element of having something physical show up and it being genuine is just, it's a game changer and it's within reach of people and they just don't know it. And so talk to us a little bit more about about what it's like to work with you and, and how people can do this because I, I am sure you have sparked some people's interest and in, and they're thinking, well, gosh, yeah, that, I mean, that sounds so easy. Sounds like such an easy thing to maybe put into the business. How can, how does that work? How do they get in and work with you? Yeah, what does it absolutely. look like? And what are some ideas?
1: Yeah. So when, when I was speaking on a lot of stages with, uh, on the behalf of my book, appreciation marketing, it was years after that. I ended up coming up with the software company, building the software company that would actually help sales professionals and business owners with follow-up and staying in touch. And I wanted to do it in a way that was simple and easy, because if it's not, it's not going to get done. Let's face it. Right. And then right. also put together a place where a part of the, let see, I'm a big, Uh, you don't, there's certain things that you can outsource and other things that you don't want to outsource. One thing you don't want to outsource is like your, your, your own heart. Like you don't want to like have your assistant call your best friend on their birthday and wish them a happy birthday. You don't do that (laughs) kind of stuff, right? You do your, you do it, your, some of the stuff yourself and there's different levels of it. And like I've mentioned before, long-term, we have the ability with AM cards to be able to set up a long-term drip campaign spend an hour or two and build out the campaign that you want to send somebody for three years. Maybe somebody puts in pools in people's yards and, you know, they just get done with the pool and they have a card with a before and after picture, what the yard looks like that goes out with a couple of brownies. And then for the next three to five years, they're getting cards, you know, in the mail, Thanksgiving, happy new year, you know, those types of things. It goes a long way, but then, um, you know, and then I have a, a, dear friend of mine, he's actually a, a small owner of, of AM cards and he owns a part of it. And he sells private jets for a living. And he's an executive at a, one of the largest private they have over 300 in their fleet. And like, he's, they have a big business. And for the last three and a half years, he's been sending six personalized greeting cards every single day. And it was a few years ago when he first started doing this, like every day he, um, you know, he sent one to a gentleman that's he's a he's a billionaire i met him at a fundraiser and then a few years later here fast forward here a few years and the guy called him directly on a cell phone <laughs> and said this guy that has an, an assistant for is an assistant and I said you know I've been getting cards for you for years and I've only get, you know, two cards in the mail, you and my aunt, my aunt passed this past year and you're the only mail, the card that showed up my mailbox and just want to thank you and let you know how much that means to me. And this is somebody that only met him once at a benefit dinner years ago. And, um, he was like, Hey, by the way, um, I'm looking to trade in my jet and possibly get another one. He ended up trading in two jets and getting off couple. And he goes, and he ended up using he goes, I just like you to toss in a bid and see if you'd be competitive. Didn't think he was going to, but just gave him an opportunity to earn his business. And he won the business. And, and he's like, you know, Curtis, it was just, I wasn't doing it. Cause I was trying to get his business. I wanted to stay top of mind that if the time came up that he would think of me, of course. And, um, and it ended up happening like that. But I'll tell you another story is that he sent a card to the bus driver of his son, who drives his son to and from school every day, his most prized possession in his life, his son, and he sent a card just thanking him for that and uh, his service and taking care of good care of all the kids and stuff. He got off the bus with tears in his eyes, he gave him a hug, and said, "Nobody's ever thanked me in seventeen years." Wow, <laughs> Over driving the bus. So he's like. Yeah, billionaire calls me and buys jets, but I I got I even got more emotion, more feeling goes when you show up with a habit, like I talked to you about before, is setting up that 30 minutes, getting in the habit of doing that consistently week in and week out, it's gonna change your life because you start changing other people's lives. People start being appreciative. You start getting text messages and calls. Thank you so much. It leads to conversations. And as we know, cards lead to conversations. Conversations lead to opportunities and opportunities lead to closed business. So you're not doing it because you're trying to get the business. You're doing it because of who you want to be like on the inside and it shows up on the outside.
0: I love that. And I love that you're enabling this great practice through the software that you guys have created? How can people find it and learn more about it and, uh, and yeah, get some information about it. Well, AM cards, AM for appreciation, marketing,
1: AM cards.com. Um, that, that right there is, uh, is the website. You can sign up for free. Okay. You can sign up completely free. The first cards on me with a stamp, you can send it out. And then we have some membership options. And if you reach out and you mentioned this podcast, reach out to us. We have a special offer for you. Well, um, if there's something you want to look into say, what was that that Curtis was talking about on that? And my team will take care of you. Um, there's a, there's a setup fee, but we completely waive, give you a couple hundred dollars off. And um, so we can help you out that way. Now I do want to share this too, real quick is that we also have integrations into a lot of CRMs like um, Salesforce. HubSpot, Soho, Monday, Pipedrive. So there's integrations where you can actually send cards inside of those CRMs. So if you have any of those, reach out to us because we have some pretty cool things that we can do um, to be able to help you streamline and put build it into workflows so there's more of a hands-free approach for some of this um, follow-up. So that's been something mm-hmm. that's been a big focus of ours the last couple of years.
0: Very good. Very good. We'll have to look at getting you integrated into our software as well. So, uh, those of you listening, maybe we'll get that done for you in the background. So that'll be fun. We'll, we'll check it out for you and see if that's a possibility. Um, okay. Well, that's amazing guys. I, we're so lucky to have, uh, have this knowledge brought to us because I think, you know, just the fact that you need to be thinking in that appreciation space is going to change your business anyway, Mm. but being able to have the tools to be able to execute that. I think that takes it to a whole new level, and Curtis is your guy. So I think that's what uh, what we got from it. Curtis, can you leave us with some great advice to to uh, end the podcast with? Well, the co- I'll maybe I'll just recap
1: a couple of things quickly that I shared. Um, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this one. So, when back when I was twenty one my brother was 23 and he and he passed away in a freak dirt bike accident and at his funeral my dad said something that i'll never forget he said that he goes silas lived more life in his 23 years than most do in a normal lifetime and i've not th- i've thought about that i haven't i mean for the last uh, 16 17 years i i think about that quite often i realize that there's now and there's later later is not a promise the only time that matters is now And what matters most is, you know, relationships, the people that we surround ourselves, you know, business and community. So I think that showing up each day with a whole sense of gratitude and pouring into other people, um, it just can't help but make your life better, both personally and for business. So it's oftentimes that we need to kind of slow down in order to speed up. And this is one of the areas that means slow down just a little bit in order to speed up. And evaluate the relationships that are in your life and where you can do a little bit of a better job.
0: I love that Curtis thank you so much for joining us on the show today it's been absolute an absolute pleasure and guys this is choreography at its finest. I highly encourage you to go check out AM cards and make sure you figure out how you can implement this into your choreography for your business and as usual, Keep choreographing your business and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for joining us today.
0: Want more business choreography?
1: Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more.
0: And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact.
1: Remember, every business needs choreography.